Blog Talk Radio. Hey there, and welcome to Rock the Next Stage with Dory Staley. I'm Dory, and I'm a mentor for serious musicians and singers. I help them make an impact and a solid income. Today, I'm going to be filling in for our Australian guest. Unfortunately, due to technical issues and time zone time zone differences, uh, we had a bit of a problem getting her on the show today, but she'll be back at a later date. So I thought of a topic for today based on lots of things that are going on in our communities, and it's called uh, Let's Make a Positive Change, Using Your Music to Make a Difference. Now, whether you write fun tunes that lift people's spirits or you address serious topics, your tunes can make an impact in the lives of others. I'm the owner of Rock the Next Stage, which includes Next Stage Entertainment and Next Stage Drumming, and I have found, groomed, and booked over 900 local young bands and many solo artists. I've booked hundreds of concerts over the past 16 years, including benefit concerts and music ministries, and I also have a therapeutic drumming program. Yes, I really do bring out loads of hand drums and percussion instruments and work with different populations. That's my way of giving back and contributing to health and wellness and lifting people's spirits. When people say, what do you do? I say that I help people find their joy. So there you go. I've seen how music can be a change agent, and I'm going to share some tips and examples with you, along with some do's and don'ts. If you've been tuning in at all to any of my podcasts or my videos, you know that I like to keep it real. So one thing that I help musicians and solo artists with is branding, especially those that I'm managing. And one of the first things that I tell them is, whether you realize it or not, you have a platform, so use it wisely. You've got the mic, you've got followers and fans, and you have a captive audience. So why not use that platform for good? There's enough hatred and divisiveness going on right now. So why not use your music to make a difference and some positive change? So what I'm going to be discussing today is not a political rhetoric, so don't worry, don't freak out. I can tell that the station manager is probably (laughs) cringing somewhere in the background. No, no, no. I'm going to be discussing different ways to reach people touch people, and raise awareness. It could even be of your cause or things that you support. It could be maybe you have a nonprofit. Loads of guests that I've had on this podcast, in fact, have had causes and nonprofits that they have started and that they do in addition to their music. So now when you're raising awareness, when it's done right, It can grow your fan base, and it can also get you other gigs and opportunities. And, of course, it also blesses others, right? I always say it's not about you, my friends. It's about your audience and what your music can do. So when it's done wrong, however, as far as your awareness efforts, it can really backfire. As an artist, you need to be aware that your words, your actions, and your posts can create a firestorm. I'm sure we've all seen some of that going on in both Facebook and Twitter, right? It's one thing for people who think, oh, it's just on my personal page. 
it doesn't matter. People can still see it. And the backfire effect can, in effect, ruin your career. Think of the Dixie Chicks. Remember that? (laughs) They got on the mic and they started bashing the U.S. president at the time, President Bush, and that was it for them. They were not able to have their tunes on country radio anymore. Their tunes got pulled. There went their shows. You know, if you have endorsement deals or sponsors or even if you're seeking those and they find out about this stuff, it really can create a terrible backlash for you. So you've got to be careful. I know people are thinking, oh, what about, you know, my freedom of speech rights and all that. Yes, but keep in mind that once you're in the limelight, you, you kind of have to be careful of what you say because it can be taken out of context. And before you know it, you start losing fans or you could lose shows or, you know, placement deals. There's just lots of different ways where the ripple effect can take place. So that's the negative ripple effect. We're going to talk about the positive one in a minute. So let's talk about different ways that you can use your music to make a positive difference. So here's some positive ways. The most effective way would be when you use your story to raise awareness and provide hope. I always tell people, because I do a lot of motivational speaking, and I've written a book based on my uh, triumph over adversity story, as I call it, and what you can do is you can make your mess, your message. I didn't come up with that, but hey, I like to use it. It's pretty cool. Can't claim credit for it. It was a uh, newscaster, actually, who uh, overcame cancer. But anyway, it really is. It's, it's pretty catchy. Make your mess your message. So if you've been through something, you can talk about that. You know, don't go on and on because you don't want to freak people out <laughs> too much, but it's okay to say something. You can say that you went through something and you came out the other side. That gives people so much hope. There's loads of celebrities who've come forward and have talked about their struggles, and that has proven to have an amazing effect. I know that there's some out there who didn't think that it was any big deal. They didn't anticipate the outpouring of love and support that happened after they mentioned that they were a victim of bullying, for example, or they suffered from depression or an eating disorder. And just because they had the platform, they had the stage, they had the mic, and whether it's a social media platform too, if you've got people following you, there are ways that you can actually make a difference instead of creating divisiveness. So many of my guests have fallen into this pay-it-forward category and some do indeed have nonprofits. You can't mention all of my guests because there's been many of them. So if any are listening and say, she didn't mention me, it's because I didn't have time. Only have 30 minutes here. So anyway, well, I'd like to mention Chris Hendricks. He was on the podcast actually last September, and he talked about music motivation and making a difference. And he has a, a foundation, and he does go out. He's an excellent motivational speaker, by the way, and a great musician, singer, and an all-around great guy. And he talks about his struggles of uh, growing up with a disability and also uh, addresses bullying. And he has a whole, like, self-esteem message that he brings to schools, and that's really awesome. So 
that's one way. I had another guest, Ron Anthony. That was back in May, and he talked about creating music and meaning. And his platform is raising awareness about special needs students and how they're often treated. I had no idea. So I, I will admit, if you listen to that podcast, I lost it. <laughs> I really did because I got so choked up. I really had to hold it back because his story was so heartbreaking and so touching. He lost his son. So he goes out and he raises awareness to schools and to parents and to teachers so that they'll, they'll know about this. So, yeah, and he also create, created a tune to go with it. You can also do that. You don't necessarily have to go out and talk because a lot of you I know are introverts and this whole idea is freaking you out to no end. I get that. But you could put it in your songs, right? How about J.J. McGuigan? He was also on in May and he talked about defeating depression through music. He not only writes songs about, you know, coming through to the other side, but he also volunteers and acts as a counselor and does loads of other appearances and things. I just read that the Beebs, Justin Bieber, is the latest uh, to tell the media about his struggle with depression. Now, whether you like the guy or not, it doesn't matter. You've got to give him props for being brave enough to go out there and tell his young fans, because let's face it, like Taylor Swift, he's got a lot of young fans and followers. So if he uses that platform correctly and uses it for good to help others, that could have a huge impact. So, yes, I do go out and do some motivational speaking myself. I'm double speaking today. And when I do, I will mention my story and just because there's elements of it that I know can help different audiences. So I might pick bits and pieces that fit that particular audience or event. It might even be at one of my therapeutic drumming programs. And every time someone will come up to me and they'll pick out something from my talk that usually I didn't expect. And they'll say, wow, I'm so glad you mentioned that because I'm also going through it or, you know, a brother or sister or something like that. So they understood it better. So, yes, if you can tell people different things, you're not only raising awareness, but you're, you're helping with understanding and things of that nature. So why the heck not? We are going through an, enough right now as a country that I think it's time to spread some positive vibes, don't you? So let's talk about some musicians I've had on the podcast that write music that lifts people up. And you could do that too. It doesn't have to be all serious. Maybe you just have some really catchy rock and tunes, and that's your mission. Your mission is to make sure that people come out, forget their worries, and they have a good time. There's nothing wrong with that. So, yeah, let's talk about Eugene Taylor, the drum prophet. He now has a new title because he does bring his drumming and singing into his day job, which is he works at a local hospital. And he actually visits the different patients on his lunch hour, and he sings these motivational songs that he's written, and he plays a little djembe and things. And he has a CD out called The Rhythm of Life. And we talked about the healing power of music when he was on. Eugene and I have done some events before, and we're going to be performing at a festival soon. I book mostly festivals these days, and it just so happens I was given the a whole side stage and lots of slots to fill on this particular date. So I thought I would give the two of us one. Hey, why not? And so he and I are going to do something fun to uh, get the crowd going. 
And if you look at the two of us, I just say that I'm his sister from another minister. Because we're, that's about as different as, as you could possibly be. I'll give you a more of a hint in case you want to look him up. If you remember the tune, Ebony and Ivory, there you go. There it is. So in music, that stuff doesn't matter, right? You can play with just about anybody, any background, any age, any ethnicity, any racial background. I always say, as long as you've got the chops, I will put you on the stage, you know. I don't care how old you are. Young or old, it doesn't matter. So, yeah, and we'll get to the collaboration part in a little bit. Uh, another person I'd like to mention is Matt Heiberger. He was on in April, and he talked about making music your ministry. I have had several Christian artists on the show, and they approach things a little bit differently because they're limited as to where they can perform, and many of them perform only in churches. And that's totally fine, and you would think, oh, I'm being on the preaching to the choir, literally. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, uh, some people who are either attending church, coming as a guest, or whatever, you have no idea how many of these people are also struggling. They may not talk about it, but they are. So it's a good way for these people to get out there, share their music, tell their story, spread some love, and uh, help people realize that, you know, there's there's more to life. You don't have to be stuck and struggling and frustrated. And he lifts people up that way. How about people who do fun music that gets you moving and grooving? I'd like to mention Rebecca Todd in the Odyssey. She's here in the Raleigh area. And that girl's got it going on. She, catch her while you can. <laughs> she's a busy, busy lady. And she's got a very cool band, very funky. She's got a whole soulful vibe and all that. So, yeah, her her music does get you moving. She also talks about things from the stage every once in a while because she has a a, a band that is very diverse. So she has experienced some different issues that she didn't anticipate on the road and things. So good for her for speaking out about that. Chad Hollister, he's a band and horns. He has different variations of it. It's the crowd moving. And he has a special way to fund some of his concerts, and I'll talk about that in a second, because it all ties in, so stick with me. Jordan Casty was here in July, and he talked about riding the waves, because he's out in L.A., probably literally (laughs) riding the waves. But anyway, these are examples of people who, they don't necessarily take the stage and talk about serious stuff, but they help lift people's spirits, and that's important, too. How about people who write tunes that make you think? These would be more of your folk artists. Like Ed Roman was actually all of the people I'm about to mention, oddly enough, were on in June. And, you know, they they address some of your more, your weightier issues. Some of them might have some political references in there or just um, social justice, racial injustice, whatever they want to sing about. Eddie Mann also, he's he's kind of faith-based tunes, but he also puts in some other elements that make you think. And Jordan Oakrind, I'm going to be playing his tune at the end. And his podcast topic was Music Unites Us All. I call him like John Mayer meets Jason Raz. So he's got a cool, you know, funky vibe there. But yeah, you know, he's he's got he just got fed up with what's going on in this country and he wrote some tunes and he takes it on the road. And again, this can be done effectively 
but keep in mind it has to be done a certain way. You don't want to, you know, create any divisiveness at all, for example. You don't want to be screaming at the crowd. Uh, you don't want to make things worse than, than when you arrived. You want to just do it very gently. So whatever you say from the stage, don't say it in anger. It's so easy to just slip some things into your stage banter that are very discreet, but they make the point. So, you know, that's just one way. In my opinion, you know, music has the power to bring us together, right? Think about it. Consider festivals. Again, I do a lot of these. So people will walk over, they'll listen to the bands, and some might even dance, right? They're coming together in unity and sharing the experience, and that's what you are providing. Again, it's not about you. It's about a musical experience, definitely, but you want your audience members to re-experience something that they can take with them, right? And hopefully it's something positive. So people of all backgrounds, ages, and races I've seen in these festivals, they're all mingling together, and they're having fun, right? So now think about how far we have come in terms of music, right? Loads of bands now feature diversity. It wasn't always like that. If you think back in the jazz era and think things were very, very different. But now any of us, we can play with anybody, right? Again, as long as you have the chops and you can keep up, you know, then then why the heck not? Why should it be divided? I sometimes apply for speaking gigs and I, I can't believe that some of the, the speakers featured are all one race. And I'm thinking does that mean I can't fit in or you're not going to accept me or vice versa? I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, people. Why can't we all get along? Anyway, in music, you know, age, race, background, it doesn't matter. You can collaborate. You can do all kinds of different things, whether it's in the studio. How many of you have collaborated and put together a, a, a tune or a CD with someone else from maybe even across the country? It's possible. Some styles of music can reach a very diverse demographic. There's lots of crossover going on, right? I mean, there's a lot of artists who have switched genres too with it. You know, you didn't expect it, but there you go. So, you know, like they say, you, you can't you can't always pigeonhole people and think, well, you know, they only do this kind of music or don't think that you can only do this style of music or this type of event because fill in the blank. You've got to think outside the box. So I'm thinking... Instead of fighting with one another, why can't we bring people together with music, right? What, what happened to all of those we are the world kind of videos? I'm not seeing any of those. I'm not seeing anybody doing powerful and thoughtful videos. I'm not seeing a whole lot of concerts for a cause. What's up with that? You know, I always tell people, if you're waiting for somebody to do something, if you're complaining that things need to be changed, Whatever that topic is, it doesn't necessarily have to be a racial topic. Here it could be anything. You know, I, I reported an entire they said they were doing. They were not helping gifted, talented, and creative kids at all. And they told me, well, they can't do that, and we don't have extra funding because if we created a program like that, it would be elitist and racist. And I said, well, guess what? I did a study of your district, all 50 schools, and I discovered that the the evaluations that you're using and the types of instruments and things like that 
criteria testing instruments I'm talking about, you're not you're not counting minority students. In fact, the things that you're using won't help identify minorities. So you have created a self-fulfilling prophecy. I said it very quietly, but that's all I had to say. Don't shoot the messenger, you know? So things got changed. And again, I didn't yell. I didn't fight. I didn't protest. I didn't petition. I just walked into a meeting and said, <laughs> you know, so, so you never know. So why can't we bring people together? How about some ideas here? I'm doing a lot of talking here, but I'm all about giving people hope, healing, and a game plan. I don't like just talking about stuff. In fact, I do a lot of things behind the scenes that I don't even post about because, you know, I'm not, I don't want to be bragging. I don't want to slap stuff up on Facebook. I just do it. And a lot of us do. We have an organization called Women Leading from the Heart that you may have heard me mention. We've done some fundraising activities. We've also done some entrepreneurship camps for at-risk youth, things like that. But, you know, it's something that we just took it upon ourselves because we thought, why wait for somebody else to do something when we can do something right here with what we have right now? So why can't we do more theme-based festivals, for example, and benefit concerts to raise awareness of different causes and issues? You know, whatever, whatever it is that you would really like to support. You can do this. I've, I've done this many, many times. I had something called the Rock for Hope Tour. That was a great name. If you Google it, there's lots of other people that have used it, but hey, the Rock for Hope name wasn't exactly original, but it fit for the tour. And I had a bunch of different artists. Most of them were Christian, and we performed, but they performed, you know, we're not talking hymns and stuff like this. We're talking Christian rock and things. And I booked them, but I made them share their testimony and a percentage of the proceeds from the concerts went to help out different local organizations that helped teens struggling with mental health issues, kind of like a to write love on your arms kind of thing, but a local version of that. You can get sponsors for your shows. I've done that. helps to pay the bands, helps offset expenses. We've had uh, Chad Hollister talking about that as well. Uh, even a regular concert, you can do it. But it helps if you're, you know, doing that for a cause. Again, people, there are those of us that do this all the time. There's no reason why you can't, too. I'm sure you have seen festival stages with somebody's banner on it, right? That means that company or organization paid to sponsor the stage. And there's a budget for that stage. And so, yeah, if you wanted to do some sort of benefit show or just a concert for awareness, you can do that. Start reaching out to sponsors. Um, you can email me or contact me directly if you want to know specifically how to do this. You've got to do it in a professional way. You can't just call them and say, hey, you want to be a sponsor? <laughs> You've got to do a proposal and all that. So what I'm suggesting is, is that we set the example. Again, musicians can bring people together. We can represent diversity on the stage. We can talk about causes and issues. We have the mic. So why don't we use it to create positive change? If you're thinking, how the heck am I going to fund this or whatever, what about crowdfunding? You can use crowdfunding. Heck, most of you have done it to raise money for your CDs. You can also do it to raise money for a cause or for, you know, a series of concerts or whatever. 
or for an organization or for your nonprofit. So, again, let's start thinking outside the box. It's time to collaborate. Imagine all the people living in peace. I'm not going to sing, and you'll be thankful for that. <laughs> Play percussion and don't sing for a reason. But, you know, you may say that I'm a dreamer. I'm going with the John Lennon thing here. But surely I'm not the only one. There have got to be more people out there, maybe some people who are listening right now that want to get together and do something positive with your music. Again, I got a lot of contacts. I can make this happen. (laughs) So, you know, maybe it's time to get off of Facebook and Twitter and get on the stage. What's holding you back? So let's think about it. Let's talk about it. We can collaborate. We can do a lot of different things between videos, concerts, et cetera. Start thinking about different people you can connect with and do some shows with and do some different things with and start reaching out and making some contacts. Next week, I'm going to have a guest from Nashville, and her name is Grace Sison, and she's going to be not only sharing her music, but she's going to be talking about a very serious cause that you may or may not be aware of, that is a, a big, big issue. I had no idea that this was a, such a huge issue. I know I've heard about uh, trafficking and things like that, but she actually has seen a little bit about that. We're continuing the pay it forward theme. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, again, this is just me thinking, you know, off the top of my head, these are my own opinions. <laughs> a little disclaimer there. And it does not represent this channel or the station owner in any way. Uh, I'm just tired of seeing all the stuff that's going on, you know? So before I lose it again, (laughs) let's see what we can do. You can shoot me an email at dori, D-O-R-I, at rockthenextstage.com. Go to my website, again, rockthenextstage.com. I have lots of info there, blog posts, YouTube channel, For musicians and singers specifically, I have a six-week comprehensive video training program to help you get more gigs, boost your fan base and your performance, and make more money. It's a very low program, and it has a strong pay-it-forward component because that's how I roll, okay? Every person who purchases a program helps sponsor a disadvantaged youth in my area. We have more of these entrepreneurship camps that we would like to present and we're just trying again think outside the box for different ways of funding so yeah uh, lots of people can use their talents their skills or their knowledge to help make a difference so that's what I packaged and put together it's kind of DIY the videos but it's got lots of great content it's like music biz 101 and then some even threw in some vocal tips and how to improve your stage presence and things like that. I talk about contracts, the good, the bad, and the ugly, just about anything you would need to launch or sustain your music career. So I I also have a book on Amazon called Find Your Divine Rhythm. So that's my shameless plugs. There you go. But I just want you guys to know that they don't call me the ultimate band mom for a reason. Some call me Mama Dory uh, because I really really want you guys to hone your chops, get your music out there, and make a positive difference 
with your tunes. I'm going to close this out now with Unity by Jordan Oakran, as promised. So till next time, keep it positive, people, and make sure you keep on rocking. Well, I've been looking out a window Seeing all this struggle Of people on the streets fighting What they don't really know All this conflict and division Over a shattered vision Lost souls looking for A world they can't control Oh, but I've been waiting for This unity That we are meant to be and I'm praying for some sanity Rising from the feet And I've been waiting for this unity Taking a back seat Oh, and one day Oh, unity I, Chaos and confusion Trigger minds and delusion Yeah this can't be the only way we can perceive Separate visions Controlled by television The world don't gotta be A fight for just a dream Oh, well I've been waiting for This unity That we are meant to be And I'm praying for some sanity To rise up from defeat and I've been waiting for this unity, taking a backseat over one day. Yeah.